Welcome, Commerce Party people. We are joined today by Olivia Stop from Just Uno. Olivia, say hello to the peoples. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Quinn. Absolutely. It's, it was fantastic. We met a few months ago and you gave such an amazing talk. And I knew I needed you on Commerce Party any way we could. You were so nice to join. So why don't you tell the people you know, what you do at Just Uno? Yes, absolutely. So Just Uno is a on-site marketing conversion rate optimization platform. That is a lot of words for... A lot of things. We do pop-ups, commerce AI, cross-sell, upsell, audience sync, which is super valuable right now when it comes to syncing to your ads, especially we know with iOS and the loss of that first person first party data. So I manage the customer success department at Justuno. I have been with Justuno for about four years now and really Wow. Uh, yeah. So I've really I've really been a part of and seen the growth. I helped build out our Just Uno Plus department, which is one of our main account offerings. So we it's our managed software as a service or so our SaaS offering. And there we have multiple client success strategists and they, they will guide our different merchants on the platform in best practices and how to utilize the platform and get the most out of it and make sure you know you're you're achieving your goals. Like different merchants all come to us, you know, with different kind of goals and diff- what they need out of us. And it is our strategist's job to really hear that customer out and work together alongside with them how to utilize Just you know to achieve those goals. That's interesting. And what, what e-commerce platforms do y'all play with? Uh, Shopify, we are a, we're like one of their preferred partners. We have a really great relationship with them. Our integration with them is amazing. Same with Big Commerce. We work super well with Big Commerce. Um, Magento, we do work well with them and WooCommerce. I've definitely supported quite a few WooCommerce clients myself um, in the last year or so. What makes Shopify the sort of biggest one for you guys? Do you guys find that with the Shopify merchants, they're more focused on that optimization and really that, that, that sort of clean front end piece? I think there's a couple reasons. I think it is Shopify's plug and play ability with apps, right? We're able to really integrate with them and it makes it really simple to just turn it on and get utilizing the platform. I think it's also the kind of merchants that we have on Shopify. We have a very like large variety from enterprise all the way down to somebody just starting their own business from home. And even across different kind of industries, it's definitely been a favorite of a lot of my clients just because it is so simple to, you know, create a site, create and, and manage their e-commerce site and and then download apps that play nice and play well with it that really integrate that can, you know, continue to improve your operations. Absolutely. As you explain, you know, the suite that you guys do, let's highlight a couple, a customer and a couple of the things that you've seen them do. One we have that utilizes the platform in such a variety of different ways is Volcom. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they're pretty well known surf, you know, brand and they utilize us in, like I said, a variety of different ways from lead capture to different specialty targeted campaigns to they're currently doing a, they're getting a advent calendar set up. Ooh. Yeah, and it's really cool. It's, and they do a lot of fun things with the platform, including things like utilizing the Commerce AI to show product recommendations, depending on, you know, different audiences or different places or different special offers to, you know, make that offer like redemption a little bit simpler. That's definitely interesting. And how are you seeing uh, these guys adapt to the holiday season to kind of transition that over? So you mentioned that advent calendar. Are you seeing any sort of like common 
common best practices or things that your teams are recommending of like, hey guys, here's the five we want to push this year and what are those? Yeah. So we have a tried and true that is always slightly adjusted, right? Because of what we learned from the previous year. But when it comes to Black Friday, Cyber Monday itself. So right now we're pre-Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, what you should be doing, you should be letting people know about shipping information. People are experiencing a lot of shipping issues this year. And so being clear, saying, hey, you might want to shop now you to guarantee your, your stuff coming in time. That's a lot of the messaging we're seeing. And how are you putting that messaging out in particular? So pop-ups. Um, so like a pop-up on site, targeting people who are landing on site with just, you know, uh, either a pop-up or a banner. Um, some people have opted to do inline messaging, which we can also do. So like replacing pieces of the site with uh, just, you know, promotion to then display that information saying like, hey, we're, you know, experiencing shipping delays, order now to guarantee delivery or order by this date to guarantee delivery. That's a big one. And how, and just, just to build on that, for example, so like one of the things that we have within the system is the delivery dates to show that Amazon style. And so that takes into account the, the information we get back from the carriers. And then we make, we add our business logic onto it and make it nice and pretty, but we're just in that cart and checkout piece there powering that. How hard is it to turn on something just like that to say, Hey, we want to be able to give that targeted messaging on the website for when customers get on there just around shipping. Is that, is that like the first that's like the dip your toe in just like, hey, let's talk about shipping. And then you guys get and then it kind of spreads from there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, a, hey, here's here's an important need to know. And, and from there, you kind of just get something as simple as like a banner put up with that messaging on it. Right. And and just have this shown to your entire audience. So everybody's getting that information nice and easy um, and it's easily accessible. Um when it also comes to Black Friday, Cyber Monday best practices, right now, a lot of my merchants are doing a lead capture to kind of hype people up for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, right? We have the data that shows, you know, there is a higher percent of people that are going to be shopping on those days of Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And so they are doing like lead ups of, you know, countdowns till Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or get on the list, get on our um, really list building right now. Super important time of the year to be building lists and, you know, saying get on our list, get to know what our Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals are. Some people are doing exclusive VIP early access and we're seeing a lot of success with that. And so from that situation coming into Black Friday, Cyber Monday itself, we want to turn off all lead captures. We don't want to be asking for leads. Um, we want to be displaying corner messaging. So enough corner promotions do better during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday. It's really about keeping it simple. Right. So it's so, so important to make sure the messaging of what your offer is on Black Friday, Cyber Monday is easily available on the site, right? So landing promotion, lower left-hand corner, lower right-hand corner of just the details of the sale, like 24 hours only, whatever your time period is. Even having a countdown timer is really nice for people as well. I love those. I do too. It gives that sense of urgency. It kind of pushes you a bit. And it's like, oh no, the, it, here it's coming. The time is up. Exactly. And and for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's something people are aware of. So it's very like, it's very reasonable. It's like, okay, I know that this is a limited time sale and really making sure that offer shows as exclusive, right? So it's like 25% off today only. You will only ever get 25% off on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, right? 
And having really clear how people get that offer. Is it site-wide? Is it just automatically given to you? Is it done by a discount code? If it's done by a discount code, making sure that that code is in the promotion, easily accessible, making sure that that code is then, you know, available in a banner that follows the merchant, you know, the customer around the site. And so they're so easily able to refer back to it. Absolutely. That's, that's so interesting. One of the, one of my favorite things about talking to anybody from Just Uno is that I, I always equate you guys to scientists. When you talk to somebody who's focused on sort of the website overall and really the body of it and like the heart, it's it's so interesting. In, you know, going back to one of the things that you mentioned about, you know, dropping the list leads. So around like, let's say Black Friday is, is a recommendation to kind of turn off some of those pop-ups and really just let people get to the store, buy what they want. It is making it as quick from landing to checkout as possible, right? smooth, simple information of what your sale is, is readily available. Like you wouldn't have a lead capture. The most you would have would be, like I said, that landing promotion with the information about the sale. Everything has that is live has got to be contributing to the journey or be relevant information. You're going to be more successful that way, 100% full stop. When should somebody start planning that Black Friday Saturday Monday? Is that like a week thing? Is that like a day thing? How, when do you? When are you in people's ears about getting this started? Oh, this like it, you should have your plan locked in and your promotions created already. Right. That's kind of what I figured. (laughs) Now, uh, in about a week, like you pretty much by the end of next week, you should be scheduled, ready to go and, you know, testing and making sure everything's going to be smooth. But it's very much like where the timeline is quick for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And then from Black Friday, Cyber Monday moves into the holiday time, which is, you know, there's its own best practices of like, are you going to get your stuff before that holiday? A lot of people are doing messaging around, you know, if it's past the shipping deadline, you're going to see um, gift card messaging, which is what we recommend, digital gift cards. That's my favorite thing that you called out in that presentation a couple of months ago was the idea of, hey, you missed it. That's okay, but we can get you a gift card in time. It was just so, it's such an interesting way to pivot somebody being upset about not being able to get a product. We're still going to get your a gift to somebody. Your friend's just going to be able to custom choose your gift. And you can really like messaging around that when you're past that deadline. If it's something that's like custom, custom sizing, if it's clothing, you can really say, well, they can choose their clothing, you know, you know, and, and really, really kind of beef up and say, and I know some clients that do like their emailed gift cards, you know, so it's like a bar, it's not just a barcode at the whole, like, you know, Merry Christmas and it's decorated and stuff like that. And so there, there are things that you can do around that to really push that post um, shipping deadline kind of sales still. And then as well, um, a lot of the messaging I'm starting to hear is people doing like shopping for yourself. Like, hey, you're not worried about this getting here by Christmas because it's a gift for yourself. You know, here's 15% buy yourself a gift kind of thing. I like that. I like that a lot. It's fun too, because it's very much like, it's too late for you to get a gift for somebody else. But it's like, are you interested in buying something? You know, buy yourself something nice. But did you like this? That's definitely something I've heard quite a bit of. So on gift cards, I'm curious as well. So I was in um, Sephora the other day and they were selling gift cards that it was, I think it was 
$100 worth of gift cards for like 80 bucks, mm-hmm. but they weren't valid until January. And it was only valid for like three weeks in January, kind of just going into gift cards. Have you have you heard anything about that? Do you have any merchants that are kind of talking about a strategy like that? Because I thought that was super interesting. I've, I've seen I've seen the bulk buy gift card um, offers. I've not seen them with that heavy of limitations. Yeah, it was it was very surprising. That heavy of limitations um, is, but for Sephora, a high end brand like that offering that level of discount. I mean, I'm glad you told me that because I'm about to go buy some. Like, <laughs> it might have been Ulta too. I get those two backwards, so it could have been Ulta as well. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Ulta Ulta is actually known for doing promotions like that, like those limited kind of time slot promotion. So it wouldn't surprise me from them. But that's really interesting. I think that would be definitely an idea for people if they wanted to really push those gift cards and do them like at a discounted rate, you know, you can set those limitations on your gift cards, but making sure that info is clear and the customer isn't struggling to find it is going to help so much when it comes to any frustrations down the road. When it comes to also frustrations down the road and things um, to prepare for after the holidays is remember in January, there is being prepared for returns. So you messaging on site to make that as easy as possible is going to help your customer service team from getting overwhelmed by returns. So making sure that information is really easily accessible is super important for that time of the year. I know that's months out, but... I love this. So, so far, the, the wisdom that we've gotten has been around gift cards. If we miss the shipping time, push a gift card. My favorite one I think so far has been the, you know, clear the way on Black Friday, get rid of the banner, have the landing page, you know, get them ready to buy and go or buy and go, like getting that ready to be transactional. I think those two are my favorite. And then this one, you know, as well of, you know, work focusing on the returns is such an interesting thing because I, I think everyone plans on the buying or get this ready for the buying experience. And I think that post piece is, is a gone and forgotten thing because it's like, make the sales, make the sales, make the sales. The warehouse, you know, whew, takes a deep breath. And then it's like, oh, damn, these things might be coming back. Yeah. So, you know, it's just being prepared that like, you know, when people buy gifts for other people, there's a chance they get returned and um, you have a really big chance to shine and like retain customers in that way where, you know, if you have a good like exchange policy, and that's something that I think even during the regular year that we talk about as a department for like exit promotions or card abandonment promotions, um, especially on really big ticket items. So if you're selling something that's like a couple hundred dollars, people are a little bit more nervous to pull that trigger on that purchase. A hundred percent. And saying like, like I have a client that does custom shoes, right? You completely custom fit shoes that they are made after you order them for you. And so making sure you get your size and your fit really correct is really important. But they have like a really good exchange policy on their shoes to make sure that thing you get the correct size shoes because of the price point they're at. So letting the client know about that is um, something they do in cart abandonment offers where if you go to abandon your cart, they suggest and move you towards a um, sizing quiz. Ooh, I like that. So just going about cart abandonment, is there an offering that sort of lands better than others? Um, number one, honestly, is shipping shipping cost and shipping information almost always wins because of the fact amazon is in our world it is it's just the name of the game is people want to go see if they can go get it on amazon for prime shipping or for free right so 
shipping cost and shipping information almost always wins because of the fact Amazon is in our world. It is, it's just the name of the game is people want to go see if they can go get it on Amazon for prime shipping or for free. Exactly. Faster, cheaper. Right. So faster, cheaper. So faster. So being really clear about your shipping, first of all, like especially during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, your shipping policy and all shipping information needs to be obvious and clear as possible because people will get frustrated and, and that can cause friction and people can abandon and leave your site. When it comes to that kind of abandonment, a lot of people I know do free shipping on certain order value, right? Something over $150. So let people know that. And if somebody's sitting there with $120 in their cart and they really like what they want, they maybe, you know, that's a chance to upsell, increase your average order value and still get that free shipping. I'm always trying to hit that free shipping thing. I'll buy a pair of socks. I'll buy something weird I'll never use. So funny to me because like Amazon has programmed us is the way I feel is that they've programmed us, even though that cost of shipping is already built into the items, right? But if you ever go and look and you really want to like see that for yourself, look up an item and look up a non-version of that, a prime version of that item. And that non-prime version is typically cheaper because that free shipping is built into the cost of the item that you're paying with prime. Um, it's really interesting. I've uh, happened to me last week when I tried to buy something and I got mad about it, but here we are. That's a ra- that's a rabbit hole you can fall down and that's and that is a hill you can stand on and you do not run out of steam talking about it. No, I can never get mad about I can never run out of steam because I'm always just like, "What?" But and and that's the thing that we, you know, explain to merchants is like it, it is expensive to provide free shipping, but think about like, okay, well, how can we make it, you know, enticing? So that or doing a discount. So doing an ungated discount for people who may not have engaged with your welcome offer and, you know, don't already have some sort of other offer, giving them something ungated because you're getting the lead and the email address. At that point, the goal is the conversion. Absolutely. Some of the things we talk about free shipping with customers in particular is, you know, find the items that you have the highest, uh, you have the highest highest margins on and then just group those together and say, Hey, these are going to be what people do on free shipping. I love that. And then just benchmark it. It's a product where, you know, you, you won't make as much profit, but you're not going to lose anything. See what the market looks like. See what the appetite looks like. Or another thing that people do is group products together that you want to, you know, give free shipping to. So the really heavy items don't give free shipping to those, but give it to the lighter items and, and just the ability to Instead of just doing the blanket, just try to be a little bit more specific. It can make a strategic red or a strategic black at the end of the day when you're looking at your, you know, looking at your numbers. And then also um, what I've seen quite a few people doing is like flat rate shipping, like a flat number for, you know, different zones and things like it's been really helpful. So flat rate shipping. I have a love hate with that one. I've got a love hate with flat rates. If people really do the time and effort, I think it can eventually wash out, but there's just something about passing. There's something about passing on the transparency to the customer and saying, "Hey, this is going to be twelve ninety five or twelve ninety one, whatever that number is." So there's something nice about that. But you know, one of the things that we always tell people is, you know, you know, make free shipping or you know, make your snail mail your ground available. But if you want to make money in shipping, just add 25, 30% surcharge onto those expedited next day methods, you know, make them, make them pay for the extra effort to get it out the door through the warehouse. That's one of the profit centers that we've seen a lot of success in. Yeah. 
That's really interesting. I was like, you know, we really on our side are looking at the like, you know, getting the purchase and on site piece like that. And with shipping impacting it so heavily, you know, thinking about the numbers to look at, you know, how people address that free shipping and that competition in that way. And like, one thing I always tell people, go look at what your competitors are doing. Like, what are the, how is their shipping being done? Um, you know, how are they making that work? You know, is it possible for you to adopt a similar method and is, you know, is your competitor doing better than you and are, is it working? Mm -hmm. I love that. And I don't think people do that enough. I, I think that people are, people are too busy trying to craft this like perfect idea and what they want to do, but it's like, well, go find somebody you really like and see what they're doing and see if that, see how that translates over to you. Okay. Write that down, start building it out that way. So we are coming up with our last few minutes that we have with you. You gave me, you gave us a million different insights and just nuggets of knowledge when you spoke uh, at our event in Austin. What else do you have for us? What else can we shake loose from you as far as tips? Oh, uh, tips. I just like, I mean, speak to your audience, man. That's such a, that's such a common thing that I think that people don't really think about enough that they're really, like you said, they're so caught up in crafting this, um, you know, perfectly written copied campaign and this like certain, you have this certain view of your brand and what you need to be, you know, representing yourself as, but you really need to step onto the other side and look from, you know, your customer's point of view, what are they looking for? What is the, what is the competition look like? What does the market saturation look like? And testing your own shopping experience, right? We are all have, we all have the value of not only being in this industry, but we are also consumers, right? So use your own consumer brain. And it's hard sometimes when you're on both sides. And sometimes I do, I have to like turn my work brain off and be like, this is terrible. You know, like sometimes I'll be like, this is a terrible user experience and I'll, and we'll go through a site and I'm just like, well, I'm terrible. You know, like sometimes I'll be like, <laughs> no, I agree. this I is a terrible thing. user experience. <laughs> but if, you know, do you ever do feedback? Is, uh, Cause I do that. I'm like, Hey, you know, your, your ad pit, your ad button, you know, add the cart buttons in a weird spot. Maybe you should move it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'll add feedback. Um, and it's something we do with clients. Whenever we, we get clients, I will usually just go to the website and feel myself out as a shopper. Like if it's a product, especially a product I'd be interested in. And then I'll go to, you know, a competitor or a different website and do the same experience. Which one's easier? Why is that one easier? What, you know, what do they have going on? What are they missing? What do I need? What wasn't clear, you know, and that's kind of something I always um, evaluate when I, when I get clients, because it's more than, just you know the pop-ups and stuff we're putting on the site it's customer flow it's the journey and making what works best for your audience and there is no one size fits all you are a e-commerce scientist there's there's i can't think of a better way to describe you i i want to call myself that forever i love it e-commerce scientist so i know that you might have brought on a discount or something along with you how can people get a hold of just uno how can people get a hold of you what's how because people are going to listen to this and go, I got to get my you know stuff together. What do we? What do they do? Um, so if people are interested in getting started with a managed plan, having a strategist on board, we have um, two kinds of offerings. So we have uh, Justino Plus, which is our software as a service, so hands off. But you have a strategist who helps test things and is really like your support system when it comes to Justino. Um, and we also have our sprints. So that is a little bit more hands-on. They're like limited time packages and you get a little bit more of like people building out promotions for you and activating things and really like 
doing that, that like onboarding themselves instead of having um, your side, the customer side being managing that. Um, so if anybody is interested in that, um, I would contact sales at justuno.com. Them know that you are interested in a managed plan and they will get you set up. Awesome. Olivia, thank you so much for coming on Commerce Party. I think we're going to have to have a part two. Uh, and dig more into talking about the science of a website beyond just Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I could talk about this for hours, so I am so down for it. 